Hello out there in podcast land. I am Jay. And I'm D. And this is the Common Sense Academy. Where common sense just ain't common. Hey, hey and welcome back to Jermaine Podcast Land. It's Jay. <laughs> Where we been? We have been on an extreme hiatus, if you want to call it that, right? It's, we've been fighting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we've been fighting. We, we've been fighting. We've been fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, students, we have missed you immensely. We are so happy to be back on board, happy to be back in podcast land and bringing the truth to you guys again and just having those conversations. There is so, so much to talk about. Yeah, let's be honest. I mean, life just took us. We've got, you know, normal jobs, right? I would say nine to five, but they're way more than nine to five. Way more. And family life and everything. And, you know, life's just kind of taking us in other directions. But uh, things happen. (laughs) The world's gone crazy. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't hold it it in no more. Tell me about it. We had to come back on the air. I mean, had to come back. Three bands on Facebook. My stuff's pushed to the bottom of the algorithm. Nobody sees it. I got a lot to say, and I haven't been all that. You are on super secret squirrel probation. (laughs) (laughs) Double secret probation. (laughs) And I didn't even throw a toga party. So, do we run it down? Let's. So, we've got uh, a new Supreme Court justice. We have a potential, potential, because nothing's been official yet. Potential overturning of Roe v. Wade. We have a war going on in Ukraine with no real response from good old U.S. of A. We have another shooting between an officer of the law and a person of color, black man. What else we got, Jay? D? Rampant. I mean, you name it. No, we got so, it. so, okay. Uh, home front. Okay. Uh, let's just start at the top. Inflation, record highs. Record I mean, high inflation. Nobody living today has seen inflation at the rate it's at right now. And very few of us alive have seen what's about to show up afterwards with this type of recession, I think. And a housing bubble that is looming larger than the last. Everybody wants to bury their heads in the sand, but it's coming. It's coming. Let's see. Uh, Michigan at least hit uh, record high fuel prices at $4.36 a gallon as of yesterday. Don't forget diesel. Oh yeah, well that's my favorite. I buy a lot of that, and that was last I checked five sixty six a gallon. Uh, most gas pumps shut off your debit card at a hundred bucks, so I got to reswipe. <laughs> what, a quarter tank for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, well, yeah, twenty twenty eight gallons. It you know. Yeah, it adds up quick. Mm. Food prices <clears throat> are through the roof. Well, it's all coming. So Wages I, aren't going up. Oh, and saw a report today that said uh, the great unifier, no, not Obama, his prote- his uh, his protege, the current clown, I'm sorry, president, I shouldn't say that, I do respect the office, but this guy, yeah, I'm not going to say anymore. However, he did run on a, on a platform of unity, right, like I've heard so many times, and uh, a recent poll shows that 63% of Americans feel further disunified than they did under President Trump. We're going the wrong direction in so many ways. I know I say a lot of, you know, sarcastic remarks and a lot of things in jest because it's kind of my way of not blowing up. Mm. But we're we're going backwards fast, not even backwards. We are running in the wrong direction, and it's an all-out sprint. It's a Usain Bolt kind of sprint the wrong way. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, you're you're 100% right. Um, I, I think you're right. I, I, I believe we are going in the wrong direction. Um, there I think was a, most of the country believes that now. I think so. There was a report that came out, and, and, and we, to be fair to the office of the president, and, and I, I will raise my hand and say I am no fan of the current administration. I really am not um, because of everything that's happening right now, right? But I think we have to go back. We can go back three, four, five, six administrations past, maybe even further than that, and just taking the inflation rate we have right now. There have been many scholars out there, people who are a lot smarter than myself and you, who are saying that had we not artificially kept our interest rates low for fear of people having that anxiety about higher prices, if we had let the, the markets really adjust as they should have naturally, would we be in the state we're in now? And so it's all, it's easy to play a Monday morning quarterback. Can I ask you a question like on that? that? Sure. You're right. I am not a financial advisor. I have very limited skills when it comes to investing and, and really a full understanding of the financial world as far as, you know, what goes into making a a national economy function, right? I'm, sure, I'm sure. smart enough to understand the gears, sure, right? right? I, I know you. what cog turns what cog, and I, I understand the dynamics, but the, the the nuances, the intricacies of this, I no way. Sure. Don't we, at least don't we believe that those people are supposed to be in the federal government, the Federal Reserve, the people who set these policies, aren't they supposed to? Isn't that their job? Part of what I always try to say to myself, to others, is know your limits. And then bring in the people who have expertise to fill in the gaps where you're short, right? This should be a mark of We all have skills. Are we supposed to bring in and trust the people who have skills in areas that we're not skilled? Right. That's what I thought we're kind of doing here, but they're the same people who let this just happen. And now we're panicking because... What they they weren't watching the iceberg come at the Titanic here, and that's I think that's where, what my, where I was getting with the point. It's that why uh, so it's not so not sorry a why didn't we? I think I think reality we all know why we well, didn't. Well, of happen, course, right? it, and it's, it's political. It's, it's unfortunately, political. exactly. So rather nobody doing, wants to have that happen on their watch as exactly. president or administration. Do the right thing because it's the right yeah, thing we to don't, be done. We've lost that. And we've completely lost that portion. So would we be feeling what we're feeling now had we done that? So again, Monday morning quarterback, we can talk, but it doesn't make any difference because we are here now. So what do we do about it now? Uh, <laughs> As the crickets start well, chirping. <laughs> what can be done if, now? If you're so inclined, start to pray. Yes. Things, things are going to hurt. Absolutely. I mean, I, Jay, there's no way around this, okay? You and I are both old enough. We lived through a few recessions, um, mild depression, one time in my life anyway. Seen this, watched my parents go through this. Um, I remember a time in the 80s, mortgage rates, I think, were in double digits. I want to say they were like 16% at I one point. Right. I think you're but right. But anyway, middle double digits. We haven't seen that since. I mean, we're coming out of the land of... 2% or less home mortgage rates. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's free money. 
That's, yep. that's free money. Absolutely. Is. And uh, housing market, that's another thing. It's just pure insanity right now. Um, $70,000 average over over yeah. asking. But that's panic average. buying. So that's panic <laughs> buying, and kudos to whoever engineered that because yeah. that was a work of genius on their part. Yeah. I, I pity anybody trying to buy a home right now, but that's that's a rabbit hole. We all see and we all know, and some some are on a beneficial side, some are not, and that's, I don't even want to get into that. But my point is, not just homes, right? We think the home market's nuts. Food. You know, I'm, I'm going to say this. I wasn't going to. We just got done recently, and we've had a podcast on this talking about minimum wage, talking mm-hmm. about the raise to $15 an hour, how it didn't make sense. Right. Uh, I'm going to just say, I'm, I'm not even going to dig into this. I'm just going to I'm gonna do a little mic drop and just, just say, say this right here. Just say it. How's that raise working out for you? Dropped. <laughs> cost of everything. Now, I understand it isn't all because of that, but there was another report I just read today that shows American workers' productivity reaches record low. That means we're getting paid more and working less or being less productive, doing less, i.e. being lazy on the job. Well, why would and if we you work that? slower, you produce less, you're getting paid more, i.e. product cost goes up or down. There's a quiz. Mm. People? Let's see. People? Company needs to make money. (laughs) People? If we don't change the amount of money we make on a product, but it costs us more to have worker A make it, and worker A makes less product than he did before. Yep. Price goes up. Price goes up. I'm not against people making... Oh, and you just add and add and add and add and add. People, what are we doing? We're making our problem worse. We're demanding more money. We're working less for that money. And then we're going to complain because the price of everything's going up. We're getting to a real point here where people can't afford to feed themselves. We are going to end up in what we used to call third world nation. We're going to be in that arena soon. Well, we're all, where you're going to have, where you're going to have starvation in the United States of America. And I understand there's always been hunger. But there's fear of some starvation. I don't want to cause fear mongering. But if you look at it, there's people who are struggling to begin with to buy formula for their children, to buy milk, to buy cheese, the necessities, right? There's already food. We're back lines. we're back to the we're back to We the, already have food. Dude, lines. we're back to the late 20s early 30s. Yep. We're looking at government cheese. We already have. And I did say government. They, <laughs> they've got those food lines out on the East Coast now. Mm-hmm. I've got friends out there, I've got family out there who said, "Hey, you don't know what's going on out here. There's already some and cities and some some towns that are in that state already where they have food lines to help people get through to the next paycheck, right? Now, here's the thing, too. We, we talked about this before in other podcasts about personal responsibility. Oh, Take yeah. responsibility for yourself. So I am not suggesting that people have put themselves in a the situation that they're in to live paycheck to paycheck. However, when you look at us as a society and what, what we value as a society from a materialistic standpoint, are there not some people out there who are living paycheck to paycheck, but they've got the brand new iPhone 13? I'm going to talk or... about Americans as a whole for a second. We <laughs> we hold recreation in higher esteem than anything else. Absolutely. I want my pleasure. Give it to me before you give me my basics. I don't care. Yep. Right? You're yep. right. I mean, interrupt you, but they will touch. You'll buy an iPhone. You'll spend eight, nine hundred bucks on your smartphone, right? But you can't. You can't buy milk. 
No. You can't buy formula, but you got a brand new phone. But I'm going to need some gums and subsidy. You got a, got a Range Rover in your driveway. <clears throat> Used, <laughs> but it's a Range Rover. Okay. <laughs> can't, you can't put <laughs> fuel in it. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> but you got it. Quick, quick side joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I think said, uh, noticed a lot of Republicans, i.e. Trump supporters, y'all drive boats. And uh, the response to that was simply, what? Yeah, that's because uh, government doesn't subsidize a boat. You got to work for it. That's a burn. Ouch. But I'll tell you what. Ouch. That's a side joke. <laughs> uh, in all honesty, though, we do. We'll pay $150 to go see a performer sing. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? I've done, I've done it. Yeah. Don't get me we've wrong. All, yeah, we've all done it. But I've also been to the place where money's tight and you just don't. The basics have got to come first. If you're going to survive, you can't, you can't rely on the government. And I think, honestly, Jay, we've talked about this several times and i know you feel like i do that this is one more step where the government can come in mm-hmm. and say it's okay i'll be your savior yep folks I've, I've got the government back. is not your savior first of all there's only one savior and it's not the government second of all no one in the government cares about you i'll stop that they're, they say they do they all are the, they're every more, four years they say yes, they care. i know they do i they care about the people <laughs> i care about the working class i care about no, they don't. Okay, what they care about is their own pocket. It, stop. There, if you believe that your politician, any politician, says, I have your best interest in my mind, there's your first step where you've gone wrong. Stop. Understand that they are making policies that benefit them. They're making them for the masses. They want the popular vote. So they get reelected. And it's not like that job pays much, right? It really doesn't. But how do you become a multimillionaire? We have more millionaires in Congress making what's the average salary in Congress now? Uh, I, I couldn't even. Uh, it not a millionaire salary. I, I, I it used to be I like 80 it's six, some thousand. Six figures, I think it is. Yeah, now. maybe it's 120,000, something figures. like that now. But whatever. That's not a millionaire salary, folks. Right, exactly. And these, these people, there's a lot of millionaires in Congress. So then, does, and how do you think they got there? For looking out for that you. Go back to so going going back to what, how we first started, and we talked about you know, the Fed and the interest rates being artificially kept low. Yeah, everything we just talked about, and now to your point with our members of of our government who are the lawmakers, right? Doesn't that now answer the question of why? Oh, we already knew why, but right? I guess for everybody so, out so there the, who was wondering why, to get our students who are listening to us <laughs> and back in class again, thank you for sticking I around think with you're us. Right. There is your answer. This is why things were kept artificially low, so they can have total control. So they can say, we know it's hard. We understand you can't live paycheck to paycheck anymore, so we're going to give you, give you, give you, give you, give you. They did that during this pandemic shutdown. They kept giving away thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars, trillions of dollars in debt additional, and they just kept giving it away. And everyone who got it, didn't stop to ask the question, where are we getting this from? None of us are working right now. Our businesses are shut down, which means we're not producing anything, selling anything. There's no generation. There's no generator of, of, of wealth being circulated through. So how is this now possible for our federal government, who, if all of our students out there listening, and remember, the federal government does not produce anything. They are one 100 percent 
consumer. Yeah, they are the world's greatest consumer. The largest they consumer. S- but here's the beauty of the government, and I say beauty with a lot of sarcasm. They both consume and create what they consume. <laughs> I need more dollars. I need more. Well, I'll just make some. I'll just print some more. So now, I've had people in the, in the past ask me, and I'm, I'm going to give a, a real short synopsis of, of really kind of how that looks. What makes something valuable? Let's not talk dollars. What makes uh, uh, gold valuable? Okay, you got the scarcity of it. Scarcity. It's all, it's, yeah. it's hard scarcity to find, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, same thing. Uh, right on down to your Pokemon card. There you go. Right? There's, yep. only, there's only five made exotic cars. You pick it, right? The fewer th- of them that exist... The more valuable they are. When, 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 they're, when there's something someone is interested in. Right, exactly. I mean, you know. The fewer that exist the higher the value because there's more competition for that one, two, Correct. three, right? That scarce Correct. resource, that scarce uh, whatever it is, okay? If you mass produce that same thing, i.e. Uh, gold, let's just say we figure out how to mass produce gold. Gold's no longer scarce. You can go down to uh, Walmart pick up 20 pounds of gold for, you know, not, let's just say a buck. Who cares? Yeah. Right? We trade now? gold like we trade uh, milk, right? Right. Bottles of water, whatever. Of course, bottles of water, that's probably a bad example, <laughs> but you get my point, right? Exactly. The more scarce something is, the fewer of them that there are, the more valuable they are. Right. Same goes now if we translate that to countries, currency, we no longer in the United States base our money on anything. It used to be on the gold standard, meaning how much gold we had equaled how many dollars we had in value. Right. Now it's based on a theoretical number strength compared to other nations. It's, it's, it's nothing. It's based on, on pixie dust. So we can just go ahead and print whatever we want, but let's face it. When we print more dollars with no economic backing... Right. Right, no gross domestic product, no nothing that the country is selling, that you and I people are making, selling, building. If we just print more dollars and say, "Here you go," it works just like my previous example with gold or exotic cars. It's like trading a Lamborghini for a Toyota. Exactly. What makes a Lamborghini more expensive than a Toyota? Exactly. Because there's very, there's few, very few of them in yeah. relation, right? Yeah. Same example for dollars. So what do you think is happening to the United States? Yeah, we're just, we're what do you think other countries own, are doing? They're looking at this going, <laughs> yeah, come on, keep printing. Yep. Right? And we're printing. Why? To give a false sense of uh, uh, of giving. What the government's doing is not helping you. They're not giving to you. They're hurting you. They're taking from you. They are taking away your buying power. They're taking away your wealth. You got $5 in your pocket. That $5 realistically is worth less than it was five years ago. Absolutely. But you have to remember, too, when it comes down to it, if you're in a family and you're in your household, if you are the breadwinner of your household and you open your refrigerator and you need some milk or eggs or bread or whatever it is to feed your kid who's in the corner screaming and crying, hey, mommy, daddy, I'm hungry. 
You don't care what they're printing. Or your husband on a couch, whatever. Right. <laughs> Give it the phone. <laughs> right? I'm hungry. You don't care what yeah. they're printing. You no. don't care that they're you, you're not gonna stop and think, you know what, if 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 I don't protest these guys printing more and more money every day and devaluing you don't care because you know that that five dollars, though to your point, and it's one hundred percent true, that five dollars is not going to buy you what you could have purchased twenty years ago. Right, and folks, that's but the fancy can, word inflation, by the way. Yeah, there you go. That's but what you that can means. still go to the market and buy that gallon of milk, sure barely, can. with five dollars. Wow, right? But okay, <laughs> maybe but, but I don't know. But that's the point. They. As long as individuals can still provide for their families, whether you are in a single parent household, a dual parent household, it doesn't matter. If you can still provide because the government is giving you something, <laughs> if you don't agree with but it. But where's the government getting it from, Jay? I don't There's disagree. the question. I don't disagree. You, know? but, but you're asking, you are right. If you can get it, you kind of ignore it. Exactly. Right? I think that's my call. So that's where wake, the, wake, wake up because this, this has, has off, an though. end. That, and that's it won't people won't realize that until they they until themselves are in the food line with their hand out saying hey I, I need two loaves of bread and they say sorry we can only give you one well the first thing you need to do people is take the money you have and begin to invest save put some away don't spend what you have frivolously because yeah your investment's going to go lower but you know what at the end of the day if you've spent what you got you're first in line in that bread line absolutely this Absolutely. is part of a control plan. One, take away the ability to purchase. Mm -hmm. You need to rely on the government to, to feed you, to clothe you, to house you. Look around you. This Tell me this stuff isn't already happening today at an accelerated rate. Now, let's take away the ability for Americans. One of the things that we have always had in this nation is freedom of travel. I mean, we excel at it far above any other nation. Jump in your car, fill her up, and go. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to take 10 minutes to say road trip and let's go. Right? right exactly. You can't do that today. Not realistically. Not realistically. You can't afford to do that today in the same manner you used to. Correct. Why? Fuel prices. Now blame who you want. There, there, There's plenty of blame to go around, but the point is we were energy independent and fuel was affordable not long ago. That's why we need electric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't start with me on that because if you think electric is just I formed had to put out, the needle in, I, I had to put the needle in. Unless we're capturing electric from thunderstorms, electric is not generated in any amount needed without by fuel, any method without, without burning fossil fuel yeah, of some exactly. sort. People don't realize so we that. are using fuel to generate the electric. <laughs> if you think for a second when we get rid of fossil fuel powered cars, trucks, whatever, what you're trying to do, you get rid of that and go all electric. If you think for a split second that they are not going to jack the prices of electric. They already have. I know. Yeah, they already have. But but I'm talking about similar to the, the way they've done gasoline. Ooh, we got you now, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You're beholden to us again. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't mean to sidetrack you. I mean, no, but this is what this is the control thing that we got to look out for, man. Yeah, exactly. And, and I look at that with... with I spent some time reflecting on this, like uh, Roe v. Wade, right? And I got to say, all these people that are protesting the Supreme Court, do we really, really, really want a nation that's judged 
its rules, its laws are based on popular yeah. opinion. We, we, I'm going to protest for what? So that they see that I'm angry and rule my way? That could be uh, a whole... That, oh, my that's goodness. That's going to have to be a whole... Think about where that's we, headed, brother. We can't, we can't dig into that one right now. If we dig into that, we'll be here Every for court case, you can go protest it and sway yeah. the judge, possibly. I'll give you right? that. You, yeah. want your, you want your life in the balance like that? Now, for or against, but most of these people who are protesting don't even know what Roe v. Wade is or was. Right. It, right? I mean, they just think it's it's right. The and reality so, is that there's not just that decision, but there's there's several court decisions. And we can, and really, we got to take another podcast for that one. Because I, oh, I do want to, I do actually want to dig is, into that. I do want to dig into that. But you can there's take a way look more at that. To it. You can take a look at that, that, that case, and you can equate the decision that came from that, that case to multiple cases over the course of decades that the Supreme Court has actually, yeah. you know, you know that is, ruled that on, is right? yeah, absolutely. That's caused such a divisive nature in the U.S. that didn't have to be there. And there are justices who were former justices on the court and current justices on the court that have written documents about the decision. Male and female, by was, the way. Yeah, stating that it, it, the, the court went too far. Yeah. Not that the decision itself didn't have some level of merit, but the, 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 the link they went to after the original case was decided the original case and people seem to forget that there was there was actually a lawsuit in the 70s in the 70s that brought that case forward it Correct. wasn't about what we're talking about today no. what roe v wade that's my point. today yeah the court went too far in its decision making and then it set was precedent. making a ruling on yes. a state's law exactly if they had left the ruling on the state law as it was you would have what what we've all been talking about today, leaving the decision to the states okay. as the Constitution originally intended <laughs> for the United States to be. We need a whole other individual. See, this. that's what I say. We can that rabbit hole will just get. But you know what? Let me, let me just let me just stop you right there because I have my my friends, and I will call you my friends, who have stated recently the. Oh boy. Oh, Bite my tongue. <laughs> you okay, the word right the words were <laughs> no uterus, no decision. Okay, okay? you get no say it. if you have no uterus. Okay, so so okay, let me just humor you for one moment. What Jay and I were just talking about one of those comments that was made recently, well, within the last ten years, by a justice, former justice, had a uterus. She was one who said that went too far. Mm -hmm. That should have been left as a state ruling, not a government. And Jay, you know who that was that I'm talking about? The notorious R-B-G. Oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. Who I believe... And she, by the way, is a staunch, staunch supporter of abortion. She was. Said herself. She was actually the, the one that was far. quoted many times yes. when Amy Coney Barrett was being Ruth. run through. Interrogated. And I do mean that in several Baited. ways. <laughs> for that position that she now holds. Yes. Right? Yep. And and she was practically crucified by some of the by, by some people who were quoting uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But yet that very same woman, and you all can look this up, was on record saying that that overreached, that ruling overreached. It, it should have been. There so, are several scholars so, that say that today. There yeah. are several law professors and that so say it today. You could back this whole thing up and just say, you know what? This should have never been federal rule. This should be 
take your moral, take your personal opinions out of abortion, okay? This should be a decision between a woman, a doctor. It shouldn't be necessarily a federal law. I am all for the federal government staying out of our business. Absolutely. When I think about this, and this is going to be controversial, but I'm just going to say this. Gun rights, okay? There's no scientific argument any longer that an abortion kills a, a living being, a baby. I don't care what you want to call it, a fetus, but it's a life, okay? You're killing that life. That's You're aborting the life. The argument is for, for firearms, for concealed weapon permits, right? Um, you could kill somebody. Guns are only good for killing people. Okay, well, so are abortion doctors. As much as I say the federal government needs to stay out of messing with that amendment of the right to carry, the federal government also needs to stay out of the right of women's bodies. The federal government has no business messing with your life, your body, my body, i.e., recently shot mandates my body my choice has come back up again that mm-hmm. convenient how that disappeared mm-hmm. during the whole covid thing right exactly. well no it's for the good of all okay that argument could be made in so many ways and students i, I need you to hear that just not to not to interrupt you but i need you to, to recognize that that d is a staunch pro-life supporter i am staunch as as am myself but you you just heard him say and you heard him say that the, the federal government has no right to tell a woman what she should or should not do with her body. I agree with that and, 100%. And, I, and I, I could not agree more. It should be a discussion, like you said, between her, her doctor, her her husband, if if, if it's involved, if there, if it's a boyfriend involved, I, whomever, whomever I it is with, involved. I disagree with taking a life unnecessarily. Yes. Right? Correct. And necessarily can be translated in so many ways. But I disagree. I respect life in all of its forms. But I am not the ultimate judge. Exactly. Right? Um, <clears throat> I, I, I step aside and I reserve that judgment for my creator, your creator. I, I refuse to take that position. I am not that smart. I am not mm-hmm. that powerful. Okay? Mm-hmm. I disagree with it. But I also disagree with... A group of people making laws mm-hmm. on your body, whether uh, that yeah, yeah. be shot mandates, whether that be abortion, whether that be gun rights. That, pick any hot topic they want to split us on. Right. Stay out. I, I remember this was, de- uh, I want to say maybe not necessarily decades ago, but yeah, like, but yeah I'll say decades ago. Um, I, I worked in Minnesota, and there was a young woman who worked for me, and she found herself in a very precarious situation. And I remember talking to her. There was something off. There was something wrong with her. I said, hey, you know, everything okay? You all right? And she says, well, I've got some some problems, and I, I just need someone to talk to. And I said, well, you know, you're here. I, I, I'm welcome to – you're welcome to talk to me if you'd like and sit down and talk. And right. she came and said, you know, she told me, hey, I, I'm I'm pregnant, and I, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, are, are you thinking about – Quitting the job, not understanding what yeah. what she's really talking about. Right. So I made the assumption of does she want to leave the, the workplace or not? And she said, "Well, I'm I'm so young and I don't want to have the child, but I don't know what to do. Can you can you talk me through some things?" And I 
distinctly Oof, remember that's telling a tough her. Place it, to be. Oh my gosh! I, it was the very first time I'd been confronted with something like that, and at that time, I didn't have any children of my own at the time. Mm-hmm. And I had always talked to you know my my parents and said if I was ever in that situation, here's what I'd like to see happen. And I remember distinctly telling that young woman, um, you know, look, I I am pro life. I, I do not believe in abortion at all in any circumstance. However, with that being said, I'm not a woman, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is to be raped. I don't know what it is to have gone through incest. I don't know what it is to be forced into a situation that you don't want to be into. I have sympathy for women who have gone through that, and I have. I will never wish that type of decision or experience on any woman at all. So for me to make any type of recommendations or suggestions to that young woman would have been irresponsible of myself. All I had to do, all I could do at that time was tell her what my position was. Yeah. But say, the decision has to be between yourself, your parents, if if they're, yeah. if you have that relationship with your parents, the the young man Talk that, to you, people who love that you, you slept right? with, if, if, if he's still in the picture, mm-hmm. and the God in which you pray to, if you so do so. At the end of the day, the decision has to be yours, what I told her. Well, here's and the thing, right? You, whatever I, you decide, there's going to be consequences on either side. If well, you decide to have the, the child. She's the only one who really has to live with that decision. Exactly. If you decide to have the child, then there's there's 18 years or more that you have to, right? If you decide to and abort the child, <laughs> there's things you have to go through with that as well. So, yeah. again, I wouldn't wish that decision on anybody, but I also understand that there are circumstances that I will never have the understanding or knowledge to to, to really go through. Right? I'll never have that experience. No, so I, I can't ever tell someone, you know, you have to keep it. No matter. I understand. We don't understand life what it's to be a woman, and a woman doesn't understand what it's like to be a man. To be a man. We, exactly. But that's why we have to give each other some grace on that. Well, we're not biologists either. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Different subject. Not going to catch. Nope. No new rabbit nope. hole. No okay. new rabbit hole. Okay. Stick where we are. Okay. Stick where we are. Man, that's, that's got miles. Man, Stick that's got miles. But I, I like what you're saying. And I, I, too, I also know people who have had abortions. And, and the guilt that they feel. And I hurt for them because... Not because of what they did, but because of, of of how it affected them, mm-hmm. and for the the pain that surrounds all of that, and mm-hmm. that's part of the reason that I'm against it too. Is it's just so damaging. It is, but I don't want to get into that. What I want to kind of sum up what I'm saying is, I look at these protests, and I just. We got to stop. We have to stop individually and just think a minute. What am I really asking for? What am I mad about? What am I fighting for? Am I that selfish that, and, and I'm not just talking about currently, I'm talking about all of the things that we get mad and protest about. Am I mad because I'm afraid I'm going to lose something? And I stress I, mm-hmm. I'm losing something. They're taking something from me, right? I hear that a lot. And I've said that. A little bit of introspection time here, right? Right. I need to stop. We need to stop as as Americans, as people, and say, wait a minute. Why am I mad? Why am I protesting? And am, let me rephrase that, and is what I am protesting really what I want? Is the overturning of Roe v. Wade, in this case, really taking away my rights? 
Or am I just mad because somebody said I ought to be? And I, it seems I, I like I can, because yeah. it's easy to get tricked into, into, into hyping it, right? Yep. I just really want us to stop for a minute, take a breath before we get that worked up and say, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are, the, what, are, what are they removing? What are they changing? Is it me? Because I really believe at the end of the day, I'm a constitutionalist. I believe that our forefathers were given some divine insight and how to structure this country. It has run so well for so long on such basic principles. It's been the, 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 the gold standard for so many other countries trying to form the you know, Why do we keep well? allowing people to manipulate it? It's what you said. It's for it's personal gain. Yep. It's that selfish piece. Exactly. This we doesn't have to work stop. for me versus yeah. society. It I'm work sorry for if it me. doesn't work for you. Not everything will work for you. We need Correct. to accept that. Sometimes... We get a win in the column. Sometimes we take well, a loss in the column. Sometimes it from, washes out. That comes from everyone gets a trophy, too. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> that's where that, that's 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 exactly where that comes from. Stop. It comes from everyone gets a trophy now. You, if you think you're going to win at everything, folks, it's life's like tough. Yeah. It's, you're going to be mad all the time. I think that's where I want to stop my, my rant. And I don't think it was even a rant. I think I'm making a call for people to just shut up for a minute. Be introspective. Ask yourself a couple questions. Righteous anger, ain't nothing wrong with. Being mad about some things, there's nothing wrong with. But let's be careful where we focus that anger. Let's be careful about how we protest and what, what are we asking for and who are we believing. Exactly. Just take a minute to stop and ask <clears throat> yourself what really happened. In any situation, in any circumstance, there's two sides. Actually, there's three sides. Yeah, there, there, right? is. there the, might be four sides. Left side, right side, top side. Right. You have Bottom side, too, if you think about it. <laughs> you got the old cartoon character, devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other, right? Do it, do it, do it. There you go, exactly. Do it, do it. So you have, right, yeah. you have to take a beat and and really just examine what is going on, what you just said. I mean, this decision hasn't even come down. It no. was it was a leak of a, of a document that came through and that, you know that was, it was drafted politically... back in February, right? So there there hasn't been a concrete... Here's our decision. And even if that decision were to be correct, it still doesn't mean the outcome that so many people are screaming about. No, and look how divisive that, that one little leak. This is why that's illegal in this country, mm-hmm. to tamper with information coming out of the courts, especially the highest court especially in the land. Especially the courts, yeah. You want to talk about splitting the country up really fast? Let's leak something that hasn't even happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. I tell you what, brother. We there's, can't there's, go this long. there has, there's, there's a lot more to talk about. Um, mm. To our academy students, we love you guys. We missed you guys. We are happy. We are back on the air. Can happy. you tell we've been rambling for oh, almost forty minutes gosh. now? I thank you for sticking with us. Absolutely. Normally we don't go this long, and and I tell you what, we may go this long for the next couple podcasts because we've got a lot to teach and a lot to say. Oh man, we got a lot to talk about, yes, and I still would love have a couple guests so if y'all are interested you got something to say you like it you don't like it you want to argue a counterpoint man get a hold of us we would love to hear from you guys yeah hit us up at the common sense academy for you that's a common sense academy the number four the letter u at gmail.com love to hear from you guys and once again y'all be good to each other god bless you guys